What up, LPG? It's Life Partner Gang here. I'm James. I'm Tina. And we're back for another episode here today. We're here to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly of all things Life Partner S. Get up off my drink, man. <laughs> it moved that um, nasty looking stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, we're here to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly of all things Life Partner esque. Um, you know, we're here to talk about our journey, um, the journeys that you guys may may face and what you go through as, as, as life partners and married couples. We're millennials and married with all of those things. Um, so today we got another topic for you. Um, thank y'all for checking in. As always, we want you to do what, babe? Subscribe so that you get um, all the notifications whenever we drop something new, whether that's on your podcast um, channel of choice or if you're watching us on YouTube. So pause, subscribe, and then come on back. Yes, appreciate that love, y'all. So um, on today's episode, we wanted to talk about um, a special topic, um, and I think there's a lot of people who, who likely either have this topic, have these arguments, um, or, you know, don't see eye to eye, and it ends up causing a breakup or something like that in, a, in their relationship, but we want to talk about sense. in-laws, um, and, you know, in-laws is a funny thing because when you marry somebody, a lot of times people just think you're marrying the person um, that you decide to be in a relationship with, but... Nope. That is indeed not true at all. You are marrying them plus, you know, their cousin Ray Ray, <laughs> their mama, their daddy, their grandma, their grandfather, whoever's a part of their lineage, you're also marrying to everybody. So uh, for us, we have um, Tina has a huge family and I have just an understatement. <laughs> yeah, she, she has like probably the, the biggest family I've ever seen from anybody. And then I have like a small family unit. So like hers dwarfs my family. So um, the in-laws thing was, was, was funny for us uh, too. But my question to you, sweetheart is, do you think that a person shouldn't marry someone if they don't like that person's family? Uh, I don't know. I love your family. So <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. Like, um, it's, it's a tough decision to make. And it's absolutely something to consider not saying that, you know, it should be the end all be all if you don't get along with your partner or your boyfriend or your fiance's family, but it is whatever issues that you are likely having before you go down the aisle, they're, you know, there isn't a guarantee that it's going to get better just because y'all become one. So that's just something to consider. Like if you have issues with the mom or the dad or it's just some, it's something to know. And it's something to be, you have to be prepared to deal with for the rest of your life. If it's not a relationship that's flowing smoothly going into the marriage. I've never, I, and it's hard because even outside of you, like before we dated, I, my previous boyfriends, I gelled well with their family. I'm a likable person. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I am a very likable person. Stop it. So, um, I don't know. First of all, you ain't going to be smelling yourself on this here podcast. Um, your mom loves you, me. Your dad loves you. You ain't all that. No, I don't know. You all right, son. Anyways, uh, I think... <laughs> I, I do think... I'll, I'll flip that. So, you've, you've had a, a good relationship with with my family. And I would say too, like my, my parents are like, they don't get involved in stuff. Yeah. No, they're, they're very good at minding their business. You know what I mean? Like they mind their business. Um, even when they have an opinion on stuff, and that's not to say that they don't have opinions and they don't gossip about things too. Um, but typically that stuff, they're not overbearing and pushy. Yeah. About 
It don't come back to us. It doesn't get in the middle of things. And they're, I would say, if they are judgmental about something, nine times out of ten, we don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's what, because everybody's going to have an opinion, whether they voice it or not is different. But um, when people start to voice their opinions and their opinions come off as judgmental, then I think that's when it creates a wedge between folks. And I think the hardest thing with it all, with any of it is if one person's family is being like just over the top and overstepping their boundaries, if the person whose family that is isn't willing to come in to check them, then that's when like, all right, all bets are off. Like maybe, maybe I should think twice about marrying you, being with you, doing whatever with you, because I realize that I'm going to not only have to deal with everything that comes with being with you, but your family over here is being wild and crazy too. And you're doing nothing about it. Right. Yeah. And I, I could see how that could become an issue for folks. Um, and I think um, it's just something worth talking about. Because sometimes I get it, right? Like if you're in a situation and like some people don't challenge their parents and they don't feel like, you know, they can tell somebody in their family that's older than them, like they're, they're wrong or to get out of my business or whatever. I don't feel that way I well I don't either I feel if you at the end I love my parents I love my grandparents but at the end of the day I'm an adult so (laughs) you gotta let our business be our business right and I think that's the biggest thing is if you if you truly make a decision to let you know your business be your business then you can keep people from getting into that but Mm -hmm. it's those situations where people looking for somebody to confide in or they like you know, at the dinner table and they just kind of spilling it all. And then I, th- I think the thing that people don't realize is the people who are close to you get emotional about what you go through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you're going, like if we're going through something and you're, you're telling whoever about it inherently, if those are your people, they're going to like, feel all right, toward you. they're going to feel a, a way towards me. And no matter what you end up deciding to do, they're still going to feel that way. Yeah. And then it creates this weird wedge that like, all right, well, like you decided to get back with him, but he did blah, 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 blah to you and all that. Especially, and that's the thing about gossip in general, whether, you know, it's your romantic relationship or with friendships. When you're going through something with somebody and then you go vent to a friend or a family member, when you and that person make up, you got to go clean up the mess with whoever you vented about them to, or they still going to be looking at said person real funny. Right. So it's like, it's easier to just shut up or talk to your therapist because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. most people don't do that. Mm-mm. They don't go back and clean up all the people that, you know, they was talking crap with while they were mad. Yes. And then you, you got to consider too, like, the, the old saying, there's always three sides to a story, you know, mm-hmm. his side, her side, and the and truth, truth lies somewhere in the middle. And you got to think about when somebody tells their version of a story, they're always, as me and my partners used to always say, they fox five it a little bit. <laughs> like you add a little bit of sauce onto the story because you want to make it that much more believable yeah. in your favor. Yeah. When you add that sauce on top of it, though, then it's like, now you riling the people up. Mm-hmm. So your audience is like, man, hell nah, F that in, blah, 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 blah. Like, you should never go back to him. He ain't <laughs> nothing. He a piece of shit, all of that. And then two weeks later, you back with the piece of shit. <laughs> and your friends is like, hold up. You just said that, whatever. Or your mom is like, you just said that he did whatever. What you doing back over there? And now everybody at dinner, 
and you looking walk in you and they looking at looking at y'all crazy. So I think your point is valid. Like it's best to to kind of keep people out of that when yeah. you're going through stuff. Um, they're going to they're going to have an opinion. But ultimately, like what matters is what is important to you. You're the one yeah. that's got to be in it. You got to live with it. Um, and if you can live with it, then so be it. They got to respect that decision. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the to the in-laws thing, and I've just seen this right where I think we've been fortunate to where, you know, our family stays out of our business. Well, and I think part of it, too, is maybe they wouldn't if it was solely up to you. What do you mean? I mean that you got a big mouth. <laughs> and I and I think I'm more laid back when it comes to, like, just involving everybody in every single thing. But I don't involve everybody in every single thing. Not anymore. When we was dating, you did, though. Well, Okay. and think about all the heartburn that 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 created at that time where it was like fox five and stories trying to paint me out to be whatever so i i'm doing what i'm doing and then you saucing it up and then everybody looking at me crazy and i'm like half the time don't even know why they looking crazy but then come to find out it's like oh yeah tina did she said oh you had your parents looking at me crazy too but I don't be Fox Five and like you though. Like you, you just flat out like just y'all made, see him Fox Five and every week on this podcast, and y'all gonna believe nah, that? Nah, all right, ain't no Fox Five. It's a, ain't no cap over here. Like the kids say, it's been all facts. But it's giving me cap. <laughs> but you, you wanted, you want to have an audience to tell everybody. Okay. Think about personalities. Okay. Who's who wants to be the social butterfly? Be, I am I want, social. I want to be so transparent. I want to tell nah. everybody everything. That's <laughs> go you. Ahead, go ahead. And me, I'm just chilling. So I'm going, if I got a problem with you, I'm taking that up with you. I ain't taking it up with the whole Well, now we take it up with each other, but we're not going to act like you haven't told your parents stuff about your frustrations with me and they haven't felt a way about me over the years because they have. You just said my parents always loved you. Your parents do love me, but you. Now you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. I'm not. (laughs) So which one is it? When we were dating. We both had situations where both our families was like. Even in everything I went through with you, though, I can, there are conversations I've had with my dad where he was like, yo, I'm not taking your side because you're my son. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. OK, well, that's shout out to your parents for being able to be objective. Right. <laughs> On the flip side of it, there's never been any objectivity. It's always been. Whatever Tina says is the story. I'm rolling with Tina. No, no, my mom. Your mother is level headed. Your mother, yes. My daddy. Your daddy, no. <laughs> he was ready to take your head off. <laughs> <laughs> your daddy, no. Um, but you would be the same way about Zoe. So nah, I don't even want to hear it. Nah, yes, nah. you would. Again, because I understand. Men lie, women lie. Whatever's in the Whatever, middle didn't that lie. Is your little girl. <laughs> And she's going to be your little girl until the day she leaves this earth. You would feel the same way. Nah. Anyway, Anyways, what's our point? Well, the, the point being <laughs> that when you bring other people into it, it makes it crazy. So if you think about our situation where you have a huge family, I have a small family. Mm-hmm. Um, we decided to get married. And then, like, we, we, still, we still go places. When we go to Virginia, there's still people I meet that I don't even know are related to you. Like, there are people that I've met sometimes, probably before, like, they'll roll up on me, and I'll be like, I ain't never seen you before in my life. Like, that's how hard it is to understand who all is in your family. (laughs) And then... (laughs) 
<laughs> we've had Go people ahead. we've had people from your family live with us too. So I've experienced every gamut of everything with your family. The good, the bad, and the the I'm gonna let you go. Go no, the, hey, the watch crazy, your mouth. The crazy. <laughs> watch your mouth. I thought you was gonna say the ugly. Watch your mouth. The crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I would I would think some certain people who have been in this situation would have been like, man, hell no, nah, I'm out. <laughs> if you just go back and rewind all that's been experienced in terms of some folks who are related to you, would you agree or disagree with that statement? I don't think, well, if you're talk, referring to my grandmother staying with us, that wasn't like leave the relationship worthy because she stressed me out too, which is ultimately why she had to leave. She, but, but that was the double whammy of stress because at first she was just stressing you out and I was like just kind of playing the background. And then she started with me. So now <laughs> I got to deal with you being in a bad mood every day because of you and your grandmother's stuff. And then she's starting with me. So I got to deal with her too. It was a double whammy. Like some people would have been like, all right, like both of y'all got to get out. Cause this is too much. I'm to kick me out of my own. <laughs> what? Cause it was too make much. Make it make sense. It was too much. It was a lot, which is ultimately why my grandmother and my grand. what did she stay with us for like six months, seven months? I don't, even first remember. That was like I don't the, even remember. It was a lot though. Oh my gosh. That was the wildest probably <laughs> six or seven months of my but, life. But, um, through that experience, <laughs> we've learned that nobody else can come live with us. Yeah. And <laughs> like, I don't even I, like being like it's that. It's like, um, I don't know. I, and I guess we, if, if you know, somebody, a parent or something were to fall ill and that was something we would have to evaluate at that time, that would be different. But just like a somebody need to come stay with us, get back on their feet kind of situation, nope. It, I won't be able to do it. Because it – and it was just – it brought so much crazy energy into our home. And it was like, we were arguing, not even because of anything that we did to each other, but just because I was so freaking frustrated with like, just dealing with my grandmother and her situation and her, at the time she had like a declining mental capacity that we were not aware of. So it was just coming off like she was doing crazy stuff all of the time. And it, none of it made sense. And it was a very stressful, um, and it was just too soon for that. Because if yeah. you think about the timing of it, so... We you just had, got married. We, we had just got had married. Zoe. We had just had Zoe. So, I mean, we had been together for a minute, but we're still newlyweds yeah. at this time. And then we have our second kid. And then she comes and, like, like when you have an elderly person come and stay with you, especially, going, like, what she was dealing with, that was like having another kid yeah. in the house. It, it absolutely was. You know what I mean? Like, I can remember, where did we... What was that Vegas we went to? And she went to stay with my parents. Like, when I tell you, dad was blowing me up, <laughs> yo. And I I couldn't enjoy it. That was well, my 30th birthday. birthday. I couldn't enjoy being in Vegas at all because I'm just thinking about, like, yo, what is she going to do at their house <laughs> that we're going to end up having to deal with or pay for or something crazy? And then. And lo and behold, she you, did cook up some mess while she was there. She did. And I can remember we was in like the mall, like um the fashion mall in Vegas. And dad called me. He's telling me like, she said something like we was hiding her food or something. <laughs> I was like, dad, what are you talking about? Like, why would we not feed this lady? Why would I hide her food? Um, So it, it was just the, that type of stuff where I just, and I don't like being like this, like on some, like if somebody needs help, like. 
you know, not extending our home to him. But you have to be very, I just, I don't know. I love my family and, you know, I love, you know, doing holidays and spending time and stuff. But to have somebody live with you on an ongoing basis is a very different thing. And you have to be willing to take them and all of their issues and all of their energy. And I like the energy in our house <laughs> the way that it is. So then let me let me ask you this then. So, I mean, in that situation, she ended up leaving. So she it wasn't did. even like we had to, like, put her out or, like, send her back. She just, she left Well, the own. plan was for, you know, uh, we had agreed on a date when she was going to go back to Virginia. But I'll keep it a buck with y'all in the spirit of transparency. She was so pissed with us that we wanted her to leave. That she literally left, what was it, like 5.30 in the morning? Yeah, yeah. so go, <laughs> go back even before that. The plan was when she came down, it was we was actually going to help her get an apartment and she yeah. would kind of be situated and that's where she space. would be permanently. But she didn't want to move out. She came, wanted to yeah. stay with us forever. Came in, didn't want to move out. She wanted to stay with us. Because um, we had a big enough house. She didn't understand why she needed to move. Then she started counting our money. Yeah. And started telling people we was in the mansion and we had this and we had that yeah. and all this other. So she, she called him back to your, to your other. I don't even know who she was on the phone with. Her brother. <laughs> so she's calling back home to your family, mm-hmm. telling them that we rich, we got it. The Jeffersons done moved on up down here. Everybody need to come down, get some of this money what they got. <laughs> <laughs> so she's doing all of that. She doesn't want to. She Fox 5 did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't want to move out. Um, and then. The whole notion of like, all right, you and I are at our wits end now because now like I'm tired of you and her getting into it. And then now I'm getting into it with her. And we like, yo, like, all right, like at some point she just got to go back. Like this just isn't working out. She started telling. Well, it it got because it was one thing to kind of count our money and, you know, tell people we're living this lavish life or whatever it was. But then she started like telling people that we were like taking her money. Um. Mm-hmm. And all kinds of crazy stuff, which, again, she's at a declining mental capacity. So she was doing things with her money that involved some of my cousins. But I guess it was escaping her. So we were the closest thing to blame. So And we didn't take a dime from her. <laughs> literally, like not a dime. Not for anything. We didn't take money for her staying with us. We didn't take anything from her. It was just the story that she was telling. Yeah. And you just made me, it's all coming back to me. Remember that our next door neighbors hated us. Remember she yeah, went over there? Yeah, because she like, went over there and like gave them like this battered grandmother situation. <laughs> and I, and it, the crazy, our next door neighbor was a pastor. Right. Um, and they were older. So they were like your parents' age, maybe. Yeah, probably so older than my parents. So she, she got them people over there thinking that we mistreating her and doing all kinds of stuff to her. So. Even after she left, them people never talked to us. Never. And this is a black, an older black family that lives they directly next door to us. never talked to us after she left. Would not talk to us based on whatever it was that she told them. And, like, for me, I was like, man, whatever. Y'all want to talk to us, then, then fine. But it was just all of that. And then with the whole, all right, you're going to go back. We're going to send you back to Virginia. You know what I mean? I, I'll never forget it. You was, you were at work. No, I, she... My grandmother came to stay with us to help us with Zoe when she, so we didn't have to put her in daycare. Right. So I had a crazy work schedule at the time. I was still a claim adjuster. I had to leave at like 5.36 in the morning to get to work on time. Typically, when I would leave for work, I would take Zoe upstairs to her to get her situated with my grandma because Zoe was just such a clingy baby at that time, but she adored my grandma. 
and James would like get up shortly after me and go to work himself. But I would do it while um, I would take Zoe to her because she would kind of still be in the bed and her PJs and stuff like that. So James wouldn't have to go up up there if she was inappropriately dressed in any kind of way. Right. So that particular morning, I think you had to you didn't have an early morning that day. So you told me to just leave Zoe. Yeah, Zoe stayed in the bed with me. So I got up. I went to work. When he finally did get up to go to work later that morning, the front door was wide the F open. Yes. And she was gone. So she left, like, after she she caught a cab to the airport after she heard me leave. She didn't say anything. She didn't wake anybody else up. Nothing. She didn't even close the, well. She didn't close the door because we had the alarm on the door. Yeah. And she didn't want it to go off. So she opened it. And just left it open so she could bounce out. And when I woke, when I finally got up and I was getting getting situated or whatever, Zoe was still asleep in the bed. I went to the walk to the kitchen and saw the front door was open. So my immediate thing was like, yo, why is the front door open? And I know you don't go out the front door. I don't even go out the front door. You go out the garage where your car was parked. So now I'm looking around like, yo, is somebody in the house? Like, I go close the front door, lock it. Um... I go back and grab Zoe, walking around the house, making sure everything is good. And then I go upstairs to her room and all her stuff is gone. Like everything is gone. Her suitcase is gone. Her clothes is gone. The whole nine. Um, The only thing that's left is like her little like groceries that she used to hide in her room that was in the closet. That was a whole nother thing. That was a whole nother thing. (laughs) She used to hide hide food in her closet. It's a whole nother thing. Um, so then now I'm like, yo, so then I go back downstairs and I look, look at, um, look at the four. Remember we had the, um, the foyer and we had this hardwood floor as soon as you walked in and I noticed that the floors is really scratched up. And I guess that's from where she like loved her, her, stuff. her stuff out, um, in her suitcase or whatever. So now I'm calling you like, yo, where's your grandmother at? Like I'm walking out down the street trying to see if she maybe like is walking somewhere and she's gone. There's no sight of her. Um, I tried to go to the neighbor's house, the people who didn't like us, to go knock on their door. They wouldn't answer the door to talk to me. I actually believe, I don't even think she took a cab. I, I think, think one they of them took, took her. her to the airport because they wouldn't even answer the door um, to come and, come and talk to me. So um, I ended up getting on the phone with you and we trying to get in touch with her. We can't get in she touch with her. She would not answer the phone. I didn't talk to my, after my grandmother left the way that she did, I didn't, um, I didn't talk to her for months. Yeah. Months. And let me and I we I don't know. I don't even know how crazy we sound right now. But when I say, you know, every child has that favorite grandparent that they just absolutely adore as their favorite person in the world. That is my this grandmother is that grandmother for me. She raised you. She is my favorite human in the world. And even after all of the crazy, you still look at me out the side of your neck. But I still love her to death because she was going through something that she couldn't she she couldn't and still can't explain. She is still my favorite, one of my favorite humans in the whole wide world. I love her to death. If something would have happened to her, like, I would be broken. Like, but, bruh. (laughs) Man, I was, I. When he called me and told me that she had left, I was so frustrated with the point that our situation had got to that I literally started laughing hysterically on the phone at work, like, in front of everybody, uncontrollable laughter. Like, that's how I was I was relieved. I didn't have nobody to keep my baby, <laughs> but I was yeah, relieved. Yeah, we didn't have a sitter or nothing. Because, matter of fact, I remember 
This is back when I was at at um, Penny's. So I, I had to I had to hit my boss up that day because I'm supposed to be at work. And I was like, yo, I can't come to work. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, and she knew that your, your, your grandmother was there. And I think I had told her at one point, like, it was a little crazy at the crib. We were trying to, you know, work through some stuff. With her, and she was telling me, like, she had to deal with the same thing mm-hmm. with her spouse at one time or whatever. So... Um, I was like, yeah, uh, my wife's grandmother, she just bounced and I don't know where she is. And she was the one that was going to have the baby. So I got to stay home with my baby. And she was like, all right, don't worry about it. Just, you know, whenever you can get back to work, you can get back to work. Like, don't feel stressed about it. But I was tight. He was pissed. I was, I was, I was so, I don't know. It was one of those, I'm one of those people that sometimes I have like the opposite reaction of what I'm supposed to have when I get stressed. Cause there's been times that we've been arguing and I've kind of like busted out laughing in the moment. I don't know what that's called, but it happens. So special. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they call that special. (laughs) I just remember laughing really, really hard and then being relieved. And then, you know, of course later the stress kicked in because then I realized we have to find childcare again, like within a short amount of time, it was in the middle of the work week. But like, you know, those close to us know what went down and I wouldn't, I, like, I wouldn't take anything from my grandmother. I wouldn't hurt or harm a piece of hair on her head. So like it was, it was wild. Um, yes. But all that to say, if you ever thought to ask us to come stay with us, nah. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't nah. doing it. I ain't going to be able to do it, man. But so then with that, right, because they're, but, I think in that situation, like if I would have been like, yo, we we came to it together on some like, all right, it's, but it's, if it it's was time you for versus go. me. But if it was a situation where, because you, you really do love and adore your grandmother, and like I did not share that same adoration <laughs> for her at all. Like she was on my last motherfucking nerve. And... <laughs> Um, for me, like your home is supposed to be your place of peace. Yeah. And it wasn't that anymore. And it was, I, the peace was gone for me cause y'all was always fighting. And then when it became a thing between her and I too, it was like, all right, man, like it's, it's, it's double time. Like she needs to go. If, if, if I would have said, all right, your grandmother has to go. Otherwise, like, I'm not going to stay here. And if you would have been like, nah, my grandmother needs to be. And some people do make that decision. Yeah. That would have been the end of us. Yeah. I, I can see that because I wouldn't have been I couldn't have worked through that situation if you wasn't going to prioritize us us yeah. over family and right. family is super important. But like when we decided to get married, like that's our union. So it's yeah. like we became one. So it's literally us, even them kids. Everything is after yeah. us. Um, and. Granted, like, I, like I'm not the type of person who will put you in a situation like getting married to you and feeling like, all right, well, I don't like your family. So you can never talk to them, never see them even to this day. <laughs> Cause he, even when we go back to Virginia, me and the kids, me and the kids will go see my grandma. He won't, yeah. but me and the kids will go. <laughs> As, and it's, again, it's not, I will never tell you, you cannot have a relationship that you can't see her. That's your, that's your folks. I know me though. Cause I like the first time I, we saw her, I think it was the first time. Maybe it was the first time you saw her too. We saw her, is yeah. when we went back for the funeral. Yeah. And, you were inside the church and um, the baby, Zoe, Zoe's a baby at the time, she had pooped. Mm-hmm. And I had to run out like from inside the church in the middle of the, the pastor's sermon to go change her. Yeah. And your grandmother saw me 
and walked out there, followed me outside, <laughs> waited for me outside the bathroom and wanted to have a conversation with me and talk to Zoe and all of that. And like, I ain't like we at the church. She an old lady. I'm not going to disrespect her. I respect your dad. So I'm not going to disrespect his mother. But like, I didn't say a word to her. I let her interact with Zoe, do her thing, say, hey, baby, blah, 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 blah. I ain't say nothing to her. I had no words for her. And that's just been my philosophy since then because she walked out like a thief in the middle of the night <laughs> and left the front. Somebody could have came in and killed me. She left the front door open. At least close the door if you're going to run out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so. Wild. Yeah, it's definitely wild um, <laughs> that 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 whole situation and how it went Played down. Out the way and, it did. Yeah, and I'm just happy that you know we were mature enough to to get through it together, together. and to not allow that to to create a wedge between us. I yeah, I I, I am I am too, and I um, <laughs> it's so mind boggling. Oh my god. Yeah, but it 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 definitely shaped I would say the perspective on. And I, and we and we you know again we both have big hearts so yeah. like we'll we'll help people and we'll tell people like straight up like yo we'll we'll help you we'll we'll make sure you straight whatever whatever you just can't come stay <laughs> with us <laughs> and and on, honestly because and I guess we could probably dev like go deeper into this on a different episode because I think it should be talked about like the only family that I would even consider staying with again if it was like a temporary situation is your parents because we've had to we've lived with your parents on two different occasions and it was fine yeah that, but that's because we know it works we know it works we know what to do to make sure because even with them too like you know with my parents um you know they're very particular about how they want things in and their house when and we were building our house you know we we stayed with them until it was done they came and stayed with us when our house was done and said their house was done. And yeah. then when they moved to Japan, they yeah. came and stayed with us um, after they sold their house. So we all know like what he, what, what everybody's particular about. Like yeah. my dad, you know, he's super particular about certain things. Yeah. My mom is the same way. I, I want to do certain things like, you know, everybody is way more sociable than me when, whether I'm at my house or their house. Like sometimes I don't want to talk even <laughs> to my parents. Like, all of those things we figured that out, and yeah. we've always we've always stayed with each other, knowing that there was an end in sight. Yeah, you so know like I mean? we knew at, at some the the houses are going to be finished or the move is going to happen. So, but everybody figured out a way to respect each other's space. Granted, your mom has probably walked in to bring towels while I didn't have any clothes on and just got it out of the shower <laughs> like more times than she probably cared to see. But yeah, mom was definitely. I think <laughs> she don't knock. She just. <laughs> Especially when you at her house. At her house. She'll not. She even at our house though, like she'll she'll still walk in the room and be like, she'll be halfway Having in the room. room. James, you got on clothes. Like, <laughs> all right, mom, you all the way in my room talking about you got on clothes. But yeah. <laughs> but it, it's like we know we know the vibes between yeah, us. So, so you know, I could the, I could do that again, you know, if it was something that, you know, something happened or we were building another house and needed to wait. I could I could live with your parents again just because I know how I know how that dynamic would work. Right. Yeah. I do yeah, I do too. I think there's like I I would say on your side your mom is is low key. She is. So I don't even like and you know every time she's around is we always got good vibes. So like 
I don't think your mom would be a, would be an issue. I don't think it's not your mom, your dad, or even bonus mom. It's like <laughs> the, the the other everybody else, all the other folks that I don't really know because I ain't know a lot about your grandmother going into that situation. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It'd be like, all right, man, like nah. Your <laughs> sisters are, are pretty chill too, so like I wouldn't have a real, I wouldn't have a real issue with them unless they was like boy crazy and doing wild stuff or something like that because then the brother and me is going to be like nah we ain't doing that in this house so yeah sisters wouldn't work out either I love y'all but nah y'all can't because y'all ain't bringing no little ninjas to the crib um but I, I I'm just I'm just happy that you know it didn't get to that place because I've I've seen people be like well you know my my mom or my dad or my grandmother's coming to live with us and like you got to deal with it and I just don't think that you should you should put your spouse in that situation where they got to like just not have a choice or a right. voice in that manner. Cause I think it needs to be both people need to agree to it. Yeah. if You're going to do it. Yeah. It shouldn't be a burden on your partner for, you know, for one of your family members to come stay with them. Um, yeah. It, I don't know. I just, I like my peace. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I think too, like you got to be smart about these things. Like if you know you and your, your mom or you and your dad have a shitty relationship, why would you want them to come and live with you right. with your spouse? Like, and grant, yeah, sometimes there are no other circumstances and you want to try to help somebody out because they don't have anywhere else to go. Fine. In that situation, but have an end in sight. Yeah. But like, if you know you got a poor relationship, like I'm not, if there's somebody that I just can't stand, I'm not moving them into our house because right. like, what, what is the point of that? Me and that person don't vibe on a regular we're going to be at it. And then now you in the mix of it, it's going to affect me and you. I yeah. just think it's, it's too much. And I think people need to be more mindful of that versus just like always trying to pull somebody into their crib because there's, there's consequences to all of that. Okay. I have a question for you. You usually have the questions for me, but I have a question. You are very, um, to yourself, nonchalant. You know, you don't really like people. So <laughs> you don't. I like you. <laughs> you love me. Anyway, how do you deal or, you know, handle, I guess, how overwhelming it can be when we go back home and we have to visit all 5,000 of my family members? <laughs> Watch yourself. Self-medicate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I just have to... This is the thing about being an introvert. Like some, like certain introverts get a lot of anxiety about situations like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not that type. Like I can deal with it. I know how to put on, you know, a face and whatever. But like that's a perfect example is like one of your cousins. Um, I actually like him a lot. I can't think of his name right now. Um, the male cousin that he usually comes to your mom's house. And we usually catch him for like an, a couple of hours or something like that. He has the... Uh, the little boy. The little boy. Harry. Yeah, Harry. What up, Harry? <clears throat> so Harry will always catch me and your mom will always catch me like at the tail end of going through all of <laughs> <laughs> the, the big ass family. It's like every time we go to Virginia, it's a family reunion for you because we got to go see every Everybody. auntie, uncle, grandparent, whatever in sight. So I just have to, you know, just tell myself like, all right, like we're here for a couple of days. We don't get to see people often. This is important to you. Um, so it's got to be important to me too. And like go through it, get through the days. Like, um, it ain't that bad. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like if it if it gets to a place where it's like, all right, I ain't I ain't with it, then I know that I can just go across the water and go stay at my grandmother's house until you're done doing what you're doing. Yeah, because his his grandmother and then when his parents come back, they will be in Virginia too. Right. But when it when we say his ver- family versus our family, it's like your mom, her sibling. Your, how many siblings does your mom have? Four, five? Five. Four, five. And then your dad. His five. But th- not I, none of them really live in the same state. No, so we scattered. We, so they kind you see them sparingly. Um, you have your one grandmother. That's your only grandparent, right? Yep. And then your cousins that you do have, they all live out of state. So you see them on like very special occasions. You see them like <laughs> once, once every five years. It, yeah, if that. <laughs> my entire family is in Virginia. Right. The whole thing. So my mom's family, my dad's family, and my bonus mom's family. So I have like 5,000 grandmothers. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have a billion cousins. Like my entire family is in Virginia. So when we go home, you know, we see we, we spend a day with his grandma and then we spend the rest of the time trying to see everybody else that I'm related to. So it can it can be really 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 crazy. Yeah, it'd be all over the place. So even just even truly not like cousins and everybody it, excluded it can be crazy just trying to see my parents and my sisters I ha- so because I have my mom my dad my um my bonus mom and then I have seven sisters and then you know you because life is so short and you know tomorrow's never promise I never want to go home and then not visit my grandparents like my great great grandmother is still alive like my family is huge right and so, on the flip side like I've never I ain't, I've never known a great great <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I got the one grandmother that's still alive. So your family definitely dwarfs mine in size. And I think the biggest thing is, um, again, just going back to like knowing that we're not going to be there for a very yeah. long time. And like, this is your time with them. It does get, I, the one time I felt like I was overwhelmed, it was like a barbecue or something. Oh, And it was in the, but I was overwhelmed because I had just gotten laid off from yeah. the tech company. And we were about to move. So we had already talked about moving. The move was in place. And then I'm at this, <coughs> I'm at right. your, your family barbecue. And everybody's like, yo, so when y'all moving? Or like, blah, 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 this. We and hadn't I'm like, made it public yet. Yeah. So, but I didn't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Like, it was still, it was a fresh wound. Like, I'm going through it. And like, so in that moment, I did feel overwhelmed. But I didn't say anything because it was like, like, we just, we here. Like, let's get through it. And there was enough going on. You was pregnant at the time. I was pregnant. My grandmother had just <laughs> had passed. That's why we were even there because we had went for my grandmother's funeral. Right. And then while we were there, we ended up at my grandfather's retirement barbecue. So it was just a crazy. And they're not the grandmother and grandfather that were together. So because I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you had his retirement barbecued after her funeral. So it was two different sides of the family. But I had to try to make the most of the time while we were there. So it was a lot going on. Yeah. So it, it was that. And then it's like, <laughs> bless their hearts. Like then people trying to give me career advice, like, yo, why don't you go do this? Or why don't you go do that? And it's just, it was at a place where I just wanted, I really just wanted to be by myself yeah. and process my thoughts. Um, but I knew that, you know, I needed to be there for you because you were going through a lot um, with your grandmother passing away. So um, I, I've gotten used to it. 
you know, over the years. I do think, um, you know, I wish when we when we did go that it wasn't it wouldn't be as rushed because I think that's part of the, yeah. the part that's overwhelming about it is it's always rushed. Well, now that your parents are going to be there, too, I think that we can just start taking like longer trips home so that we could kind of pace ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> your uh, you look so happy. Right. You look so happy. Alright, we gotta talk about that one. Um Oh see. <laughs> it's not me. I didn't say I was signing up to be in Virginia for a month. Not a month, but maybe like, you know, a a, a week or two. Because I th- I think the last couple of times we've gone, we haven't stayed longer than like five days. If that five days is enough. <laughs> But anyways, I think, you know, with with all of that, you know, I think it's it's just it's good that we've been able to to figure out how to coexist with very different size families, different style families. And you just haven't really been exposed to a lot of the crazy on my side. And I think it's because my family's so scattered, you know, like I mean, I not that I would be surprised. My family is just loud and crazy. And that's just how it go. So is mine, too. But. If one person's in Ohio, another person is in Mississippi, another person is here, like, you're probably never going to see them all in one room at one time. Like, my family isn't the type of family that's going to have a family reunion. Like, that's just not going to happen. So you won't ever be exposed to all of the crazy in one moment, whereas with your family... It's every time we go. It's every time because everybody (laughs) is there. Everybody's there. And it's like, and one side, so if it's like you go to, like, you know... Your mom's side, it's a gang of people. You go to your dad's side, it's a gang of people. You go to your bonus mom's side, it's a gang of people. Yeah, like, I don't have, nobody has a small no. side of the family. It's yeah. just a big family. And period. that's why I can't remember nobody's <laughs> name. Because it's like, I remember your face, but I just don't remember your name. Because it's so many of y'all. Like, they got to wear <laughs> name tags. <laughs> like, I feel like I've been with you forever now. And I still don't remember everybody's names. I don't know if that's... Like, Only women might get this reference, but if you've ever watched the Double Wears Prada, when they go to dinner with Miranda and she doesn't know any of like the people's names coming to meet her, so her assistants are just like standing next to her, whispering the people's names <laughs> as they approach her to tell her so she can greet them by their name. That's how it is with him. He'd be like, who's that? Yeah, I mean, even I have a refresher. <laughs> Shout out to you. I love y'all, though. Um, so nah, I think this was a was a good topic. Would love to love to hear everybody's thoughts about in laws. I'm sure everybody has, you know, a crazy story. We have, luckily, just that one, one. Um, story. <laughs> it's crazy enough that it's we don't crazy. need no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't need no more because uh, we need to tell y'all everything. But um, yeah, we would love to hear you guys' thoughts on, like, you know, how do you feel about in laws? Like, would you marry somebody who? whose family you just can't stand? Is that like a deal breaker for you? <laughs> um, you know, would you put your, your your spouse in a situation that says like, hey, like my, you know, my parent is you know up here in age and I want them to come stay. And will you make that decision on your own or is that something that should be talked about together? So yes, absolutely. Um, get in the comments. Let us know what you think. Uh, we would love to have that dialogue with you. If you got a crazy family like my wife here, it's all good. We all do. Um, but, you know, how you how you navigate your family with your spouse is what's ultimately important. Yeah, it is. So um, let us know which side you're on in the comments. And then, of course, make sure you like and subscribe whenever, so that you get notified whenever we drop something new. And as always, thank you guys so much for watching or tuning in. Yeah, appreciate y'all. We the Life Partner Gang. Love everything about uh, you guys tuning in with us. I'm James. I'm Tina. Peace, y'all. Bye.